It is Monday, May 20th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and Scranton Wilkesbury went on the road this past week, wrapped up their road trip, they've got a day off today, but Sunday ended on a sour note, a rain-shortened affair against the Toledo Mudhens, and Scranton Wilkesbury, three and four on the road trip, which began in Indianapolis, completed in Toledo. And we'll get to the highlights in Sunday's 4-3 loss in eight innings. It began early for Scranton Wilkes-Barre, and they got on the board first, in fact. Mike Ford began the game with a single. He's been so good out of that leadoff spot. Seven games now as the leadoff hitter for Mike Ford, and he's reached base safely as the leadoff man in the first inning six of seven times. So he singled to begin the game. But then there was a strikeout and a fielder's choice. So Ford was cleared off the base paths, and Mike Talkman was the runner at first base. He stole second and was in scoring position for the cleanup man, Ryan LaVarnway. The 3-2 payoff. Ground ball through the left side of the infield. Jay Bell is going to send Talkman to the plate. Here comes Woodrow's throw. Not in time. Talkman scores standing. It's an RBI single for Ryan LaVarnway and a one to nothing scranton Wilkesbury lead. Four batters in. That gave Scranton Wilkes-Barre starter Daniel Camarena a little bit of wiggle room, a 1-0 lead, and that held into the bottom of the third inning. But in that inning, Toledo started to string some things together against the Southpaw. Pete Cosmo walked, Danny Woodrow doubled, and the third man up in the inning was Jamer Candelario. Two and one pitch, the swing and a fly ball lifted down the left field line. It's got the distance. Does it stay fair? It does, it's gone, and it barely stays in the ballpark proper. It hits off the back netting in left field, protecting the street. Jamer Candelario makes it 3-1 Mudhens. Scranton Wilkes-Barre knew that they were up against it, and they had to mount their rally against Ryan Carpenter. The starting pitcher for Toledo pitched really well after that first inning run. He settled down, and it was still only one run off of Carpenter until the sixth inning. In that frame, Mike Talkman flew out. Ryan LaVarnway doubled. Good hustle double up the right center gap for the catcher. But then Tyler Wade struck out. Seven strikeouts over six innings for Carpenter. But after Wade struck out, Bravik Valera was up next. Only his sixth game for Scranton Wilkes-Barre. And the traditionally light-hitting infielder already had one home run for Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Well, he tried another on for size. Here's the pitch. It's a swing and a fly ball. Left field. This sends Woodrow back. He turns around. He looks up, and it's gone. This game is tied in the top of the sixth. Second homer in just a handful of games for Bravik Valera. With rain in the forecast, sun was still shining, and the game was suddenly tied at three. And the rain held off even through the bottom of the seventh inning. Dustin Peterson, though, began that inning with a single for Toledo. Mikey Matuk walked, there was a lineout, another walk, and the bases were loaded. And with one down against Rex Brothers, Danny Woodrow, the leadoff hitter in the lineup, hit a sacrifice fly to center field. Billy Burns made the catch, couldn't square himself for a throw to the plate, and so Peterson scored without a throw, and Toledo led 4-3. The weather started to shift in the eighth inning, and the skies really opened up for the first time all day. There had been a little rain earlier in the game for about a half inning, less than a half inning, but in the eighth inning, things opened up. Scranton did not score, and as the game moved into the bottom of the eighth inning, the tarp came out on the field, and the tarp never went away.
Seven and a half innings. The game was final. Toledo with a 4-3 victory in the finale over Scranton Wilkesbury. Spencer Watkins came out of the bullpen. He got the win with two shutout innings, two innings on only 19 pitches. As he shut down Scranton Wilkesbury in the seventh and the eighth, Rex Brothers gave up that go-ahead run in the seventh. He picks up the loss. He's 0 and 1 on a game that was played before 5,991 fans at Fifth Third Field in Toledo. Yesterday was Sunday, and just as we always do on Sundays, we had a look around the system. Reports this week come in from Matt Dean down in Single A Charleston, John Moses in Double A Trenton, and our very own Adam Marco here in Triple A with the Rail Riders. Up first. Matt Dean. With this look at the Charleston River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. The River Dogs enter play Sunday in first place with a 23-18 record, having won 15 of their last 20 before dropping back-to-back extra-inning contests to Augusta on Friday and Saturday night at the Joe. This weekend, the River Dogs have been managed by the Yankees field coordinator Jody Reed, filling in for Julio Mascara through Sunday, and the veteran of 11 Major League seasons talked about what makes the Yankees organization so special. That stint over with the Dodgers really opened my eyes to what we really do over here. The culture that has been created, the discipline, the respect, the overall attitudes and expectations of being a Yankee uh, as opposed to somewhere else. It's amazing and it's, it's fun to be a part of. The former Major League second baseman is mostly known for his time with the Boston Red Sox, where he became one of just three players in club history to accrue three straight 40 double seasons. And Reed says some of his best games he remembers were against the Yankees. Believe it or not, the guys that I actually hit best were the Yankee pitchers. (laughs) For some reason, I loved hitting in Yankee Stadium and also, you know, Fenway Park because it suited my swing. But I loved hitting in Yankee Stadium because of that big black background mm-hmm. and boy you can see the ball really well and and again I think just at that time um, the late 80s and early 90s uh, I, I think the Yankees pitching staffs weren't you know on par with what traditionally you think of. With Reed on the bench the River Dogs look to shake their two-game skid against the Green Jackets on Sunday evening at 5 p.m. With the Trenton Thunder I'm John Moses. This week, the Thunder dropped four games over three days in Harrisburg and took the first two games of their series with Binghamton before falling Saturday night by a score of 3-1. All's well in Trenton as the Thunder hold a half-game lead on the Rumble Ponies at the top of the Eastern Division with a 23-15 record. One of the Eastern League's best hitters this season has been first baseman Chris Gittens. Gittens enters play on Sunday as the league leader in on-base percentage and ranks in the top four in the league in a host of offensive categories. Manager Patrick Osborne has noticed a key adjustment in Gittins' game that has led to a strong start in his return season at Double A. Biggest thing with Chris is he's he's commanding his strike zone better. He's which in basic terms it's he's swinging at better pitches, and a guy with his type of power, if he's swinging at good pitches, he's going to hit them. And with with the force that he swings the bat, he's going to do damage, and that's what you've seen so far. Uh, he's drawn his walks. He's he's put himself in a position to swing good pitches. He's hitting them hard, and the results are showing up. The Thunder and Rumble Ponies wrap their four-game set at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon with right-hander Albert Abreu slated to take the ball. With the Thunder, I'm John Moses. With this look at the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. On Thursday, the Rail Riders hit the quarter milepost of the 2019 campaign. A victory over the Indianapolis Indians put the club at 19-16, and 16, 
a three-game turnaround from where they were after 35 games last year when the club made the playoffs as the wild card from the International League North. Manager Jay Bell, while not fully satisfied with where the club is right now, also not thoroughly disappointed either. Not totally disappointed with what we've done. We're, I think, uh, four games over 500, something like that, and we've actually played a pretty decent brand of baseball. We've had our share of moments where we haven't played very well, but uh, overall the guys have been extremely competitive. They've gone out, they've worked hard, they've sought excellence every single day, and uh, they've let the results be what they were going to be. Bell knows in large part the early season results, not necessarily indicative of the team, but more so of the roster that he's been dealt because of injuries at the big league level. I understand we're exactly where we're at within the organization. We've got some guys that are that are here right now that uh, we're trying to find out if they can be uh, helped to the big league team at some point this year so that we can win a championship for the New York Yankees. You know, I certainly love to win here in Scranton, but to help that team win, that's my objective, my priority every day, and uh, along with uh, making sure that uh, these guys are uh, continuing to go out giving a great deal of effort for the organization, for the people, and uh, for the fans there in Scranton. Grant Wilkes-Barre picked up a win 4-3 on Saturday night, tries to take a series in Toledo and the road trip with four victories when they head to the field Sunday afternoon at 105. With Scranton Wilkes-Barre, I'm Adam Marco. Big thanks to Matt, John, and Adam for getting us those reports this and every week. And that does it for us today. Entirely. We're not going to talk to you tonight. We've got 18 straight days with a game. In fact, 21 games over the next 18 days beginning tomorrow, Tuesday night. So we've got the day off. We'll give you the day off. And we will catch you Tuesday night with a 635 first pitch at PNC Field. It's the first of three games in a three-game homestand between the Rail Riders and the Pawtucket Red Sox. The IL North rivals go head-to-head Yankees-Red Sox for the first time this season. David Hale takes the ball for Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. He's 3-1 with a 4.11 ERA. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Giardino. G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Again, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you Tuesday night.